Welcome back to the Wonky Gamer, episode 20, Esports the Apocalypse Now. In this episode, we will be discussing the return of a world of darkness into the gaming industry, the crazy and controversial things you can do in Yakuza 0, and our hype over the new Avengers game trailer. All of this and more in this week's The Wonky Gamer! I am Steph, and this is Ferg. It wasn't me. Monsieur Le Dead Reckoning. And Mr. Rami! Right, so, what's happened this week, or last week, or a couple of weeks? Who knows? Gaming news. Wealthy Apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... So, a lot of people maybe don't know what this is. Like, you know, it's it's pretty specialist, right? In a sense. It is a very area of roleplay games. It's a niche market. Have you heard of Basically. Dungeons and Dragons? <clears throat> Should be a. It's normally kind of the jumping off point for people who are new to roleplay, isn't it? Generally, yeah. It's yeah. It's kind of Dungeons like it. Basically, there's a series of roleplaying games that are kind of t- term storytelling games because they're a little bit. I view them as quite a little bit different to D and D in that they tend to be a bit more, more story focused than they are. <clears throat> Yeah. I think all of that just depends on the GM, but that's an entire discussion on its own. Yeah, yeah. Let's not go into the the complexities of GMing because that's a show all on its own. (laughs) In fact, that could be a series. (laughs) White Wolf have a a golden rule in the start of most of their books that they used to, which was if the rules don't fit, don't use them. Yeah. They've they've yeah. had that rule since like Mark I think Mark Hagen basically introduced that one back in Ars Magica, uh, or at least it was certainly something that the team put together. At least White Wolf as a gaming company like stuck by it since way back when. Um, uh, but theoretically, it's in most of the games, but it's it's just sort of the unwritten rule, apart from when it is that if the rules don't fit or you think you need to. Fudge, or you just want something for narrative uh, exception, that's the way to go. Werewolf, yeah. is, the Apocalypse, is one of those fantastic games where the players actually play one of the breeds of werewolves, um, uh, varying from the Redlands to the Geta Fenris to the Wendigo, uh, and, and, and several more uh, in their Wendigo constant. Uh, yeah, yeah, and they're. they're general gist is to the werewolves have always been Gaia's protectors their idea is that the werewolves being one of the most prolific weird creatures about uh, are still trying to defend Gaia, the world and generally everything from the worm an insane corruption that is essentially overwhelming the, uh, the, the whole planet uh, including uh, one of the tribes of werewolves known as the Black Spiral Dancers. And they also have rather messed up uh, servants known as the Fomori. Uh, the, and so, yes, the know, werewolves are in a constant need to hack and slash and bite things. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a really nice summary of, of how it, how the role-playing game works. And it gives you a bit of an idea of what what the kind of background to the game is. I mean, they're much like they they have a whole set of different role playing games within something called the World of Darkness. You've got Werewolf the Apocalypse, Vampire, The Masquerade and that, that kind of thing. And 
the reason this is relevant to a lot of gamers is because, well, obviously they're making a game of Werewolf, but there's a nice little history of um, computer games uh, around these kind of franchises. One of them was um, Vampire the Masquerade Redemption, and the other one was Vampire the, Ma uh, the Masquerade Bloodlines. Bloodlines is viewed as an absolute cult classic. People love it so much still do. that on the PC, they're still... Um, working on an unofficial mod that adds a lot of lost content and it's actually really really far down the line but it, it's got that much following i think it came out about 10 years ago or something it's, it's kind of old. Oh, easily it was it, yeah it, it came out sort of a bit before half-life 2 because it was running on the half-life 2 engine on the source engine um but it, it's a great game it, it was much loved and it is very exciting that the White Wolf are kind of back in the kind of gaming industry in some kind of capacity. Because um, they, they are, they do have so much world background and so much content to draw on. The amount of source material is yeah. insane. White it's Wolf amazing. that have developed the World of Darkness, they've got several different role-playing games that all draw from that world and all can interact. So there is yeah. Vampire the Masquerade. There's Werewolf, Werewolf the Apocalypse, the Apocalypse, Mage the Ascension, Changeling the, the Dreaming, yeah, Wraith the Oblivion, and yeah. this is just the, the first the version. Reckoning. Yeah, uh, 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 is it Prometheus? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, well, the the superhero ones that were actually a set core, uh, based upon the Aeon Trinity, and it started originally in the future with the Aeon yeah. Trinity game, followed by Aberrant, set more or less in the modern That's day. It. And my personal favourite, with a short story right at the beginning by none other than Warren freaking Ellis, baby. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, right. Simply called Adventure, with an exclamation mark. Uh, if anybody <laughs> wants to play some classic sort of 20s-esque pseudo-pulp fiction action adventure, oh, wow. like a cross between Indiana Jones to oh, nice. The Untouchables to uh, <laughs> all of those classic kind of 1920s-ish kind of gangster movies... Everything from Doc Brass to, oh God, all of them, Tarzan, you name it, they're all in there. If anybody's actually taken the time out to read things like Planetary by uh, Warwick, uh, Warren Ellis and um, uh, and, it, and the team that was on there, I don't, I'm going to kick myself. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I think what Cassidy we need to get through as well is that, you? you know, I think, I think that the thing is with, with, with these kind of games, a lot of people, like the, the average person, is probably fairly unlikely to have done many role-play games. It, like you know, mm. in in general, well, they dabbled uh, and then run away screaming into the night like bitches. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, but it's it's understandable. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it can get rough. It can get rough in no, that. It, but... it entirely depends on the GM again. But like I said, we're going to dodge yeah. that yeah. one. But you know, I mean. Regardless, it is sounding really quite exciting. We, we, there's going to be more info at the beginning of February, I think the first or the second. So by the time this podcast comes out, you'll probably maybe know more if you're like interested in it, or we'll probably be talking about it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, but um, if you do want to get a bit of an idea of any role playing, then there may be something coming along soon that we're releasing at the Wonky Gamer that you can can check out to get a bit of a taster for it. 
Um, but we'll just leave that hanging in the air like an exciting mist of excitement. Because that's Paradox, isn't it, that's bought up White Wolf? Is it Paradox? You, oh, yeah, kind of. Paradox Interactive have bought White Wolf, sort of. Sort of. They, it's not like EA... Are they an buy... angel investor? Sounds like it. Well, yeah, because um, White Wolf... They're still running it, aren't they? Yeah, they're running it. I think they still own their own IPs. I think they're almost more like a sister company that's kind of financially supported by them. It's a bit of an odd relationship, yeah. but um, I think White Wolf probably... I think they wouldn't accept anything less after their experience with CCP. I don't think that went very well for them. Yeah. I think they're pretty burnt about it. Because um, they were doing an MMO uh, for World of Darkness, and I think I get the impression that they put a lot of time into and it. Then and then nothing came to pass. Yeah, I mean, I was so excited. Yeah. That is probably one of the most... That's the only kind of thing that would get me playing an MMO, MMO again, Is was that game. You would you could literally permanently die. Oh, right. Uh, you, you could become prince of a city. Um, the concepts for it were human. awesome. Oh, it was, it was just... It was what you wanted. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just like... I mean, permadeath in an MMO game for me is it's scary. <laughs> it's scary, but it is wonderful because it makes you, it makes the game so much more. It's why DayZ was such a good game when it first, came, you know, when when it was first a mod and people were first playing it. Yeah, death really meant something. It really, it it made you scared when you played the game. It made you worried about other people. It made you. It's, um, it's one of the reasons why you love XCOM. It's more like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, exactly. you lose one of your soldiers Amazing. that you've attached to, and it's you like, really oh my god, I've just lost the colonel! Certain soldiers <laughs> as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like snipers or assault guys, I can't help it. I love them. I can use yeah. them to the, you know. Love mm. the rangers. Yeah, rangers are the yeah. fucking balls. <laughs> I'm currently, as we're going through it, I'm naming all my characters based on all the, uh, the DC. Uh, universe like the Flash, the Arrow, DC oh. Legends, Supergirl. <laughs> so all the characters that are running around in my squad have all been named and based around characters for that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, ah, oh, look, it's all the Queen. Yeah, go on, get him, get him. <laughs> While we're on the subject of superheroes, has anyone seen the trailer for uh, the Avengers? Game. Ooh, segue. Yeah, Not no, yet. that looks interesting. I, I, uh, actually, I, I, I'm I've really interested for that. Same here, because you know what the darndest thing is? The last decent superhero games, and I'm not including uh, Marvel Heroes 2017 or whatever it is now, because as far as I'm concerned, that's just a mamorpica that's doing a thing. But the last decent, and I mean... Like, open world, kind of, any superhero thing going on was the Marvel's Ultimate Avengers 2. Oh, Ultimate Alliance? Uh, yes, sorry, that's the one. Ultimate yeah, Alliance 2. Yeah, that was awesome fun. It was brilliant, and you know what, as far as I'm concerned, that was, uh, that was Activision, I believe, and that was the last time we actually had a half-decent, like, superhero team game. They actually re-released that for Xbox One. Recently, and, yeah, and you like, know what? End of it last year, horrid. it was full price though. It was so expensive, yeah. and they'd done no work. It's like, and it didn't nah. even it didn't even include the other missing content because anybody that is, I mean, I'm still a fan of that game. I still yeah. love it, 
But when they finally got round to uh, releasing it uh, on PC specifically, they maimed it. They'd done absolutely no decent work. The actual uh, movement oh, mechanic was, uh, I think it was all mouse clicky. And oh. it completely defied the point of the game. And you're just kind of like, no, 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 no. The whole point was just running around, smashing all the scenery to dust all of the time. Anything and everything. If it moves, yep. smash it. If it didn't move, smash yeah. it. Yes. Well, you yeah, could take in someone literally. like Colossus and start hitting people with fucking cars. It was brilliant. <laughs> I, I actually sometimes would go back through a level in case I'd missed destroying any of the scenery. Wow. Yeah, it was that bad. You're only getting three experience points from here on in, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Psycho. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I just wanted to mention briefly that Focus Home Entertainment, the people that are develop, uh, publishing Werewolf the Apocalypse, it's actually being developed by uh, Cyanide Games, Ooh. who are also developing the Call of Cthulhu game that's coming out. Uh, and have a long history doing Blood Bowl. There's, yeah, there's just been a trailer for that, and again, Focus Home Entertainment are also publishing The Call of Cthulhu, and again, this is a, a kind of a big role-playing thing again. Oh, uh, yeah. Call of Cthulhu is an and amazing role-playing game. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely, actually. So, uh, they, they seem to be publishing quite a lot of games that just show a lot of potential and could be very exciting this year, so... A lot to look forward to from them. Uh, yes, I just wanted to do that aside. There, they've been around for a while. They, yeah. they, they don't really yeah. need to prove anything, but they continue to do so. They, they actually publish Steph's favourite game, don't they, Steph? What Farming Simulator Seventeen? Fuck you! <laughs> what? It's true. Hey, you know what? Uh, you know. What? They also are the ones that published Technomancer, which was one of my games yes, of 2016. They, so they did. And, no, I mean, I mean, the, the thing is about Farming Simulator. I've actually only played it for about an hour, and then I was like, "What? What am I doing?" I, fi I find Euro Truck Simulator 2 much more exciting. Much more satisfying. Well, because what you can do with that is you can be chatting away to your friends and just play it and actually not really focus on playing the game at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is great, you know. If you want to play a game where you don't actually have to really interact, you just like so basically it's car. a fidget cube. Yeah, because I have a really <laughs> attention span. Like you know, I need I need to be doing something. I find it difficult to just sit there and and talk. Like I have to like have something else going on. It's hilarious. So, Focus home. So if you're looking for a, a fidget cube, then uh, do check out uh, Truck Simulator Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thanks, it here first. Yeah, thanks, Focus Home Inter uh, Entertainment. You were, uh, uh, sorry, Focus Home Interactive. You provided us with hours of humour uh, on the basis that we can now rip the piddle out of uh, <coughs> Steph every time somebody mentions Farming Simulator. Yeah, oh, well, now, like, with every time that Werewolf gets mentioned or Call of Cthulhu, which I'm sure we'll, we will be mentioning as we hear more. Um, over the year, so uh, well, yeah, actually, thanks. we'll definitely be hearing more from them. Also, they're also the ones that are 
uh, publishing Space Hulk Deathwing. Yes. That I there's really can't wait to have a go at. On there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well, Necromunda Hive Wars. That yeah. was another they're doing. Sticks Master of Shadows was done back in 2014. That was a that was a lovely game. I just haven't been I haven't got round to the finishing, but I love a bit of stealth kill. There's a sequel coming. Mm. Isn't the sequel out? Mm, I don't think so, but oh, I Oh, is that just on its way? It's just I've noticed it I, on the uh Xbox store, so. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. Soon, I think. I can't remember whether it was in the coming soon section or the I new release section. Yeah, uh, I do trawl through both quite frequently. No, I'm pretty sure it's still coming soon. Right. It has not arrived. So, yes, Focus and Interactive. Mm, love you, Paris. Come on, sod Brexit. Let's just stick with the EU and we will actually see all of these games at the prices we like because we're still a part of Europe. Oh, and quick, quick message to Theresa May. <laughs> you happy bitch. Look at that. You're not going to be able to pull Brexit just like that anymore. Big fuck you to her. <laughs> did some politics happen? Oh, some wonderful politics have happened. Basically, the Tory party have, basically, have effectively been told by the Supreme Court that they can't just trigger um, Article, Article 50, 50. Uh, right. because, they, because they want to. They've actually got to get the rest of uh, the government's approval, and that doesn't mean just the Tory party. That actually also means like the rest of the House of... Uh, Houses of Parliament, Commons, and all the rest of that jazz. So it's going to be, um, yeah, we may still get out of this, which kind of leaves me kind of like going, <laughs> nah. Yeah, I don't oh, come on in. Nah. If the Americans, I, I think we might get no. away with it. Hasn't Corbyn Brit jumped Britain on will, board saying Britain we need to leave. do it. Britain will leave the EU, no doubt about it. We'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 100 sure, and I, I think if Britain doesn't, then we're going to be in a very, very dangerous um, situation in this country because people I mean I would be annoyed if we didn't leave at this point because there's been a democratic vote no it wasn't to be perfectly honest there was no democratic vote involved dem at all it was a referendum and it is not legally binding for us to go and go ahead yeah, with that I know it. that but most people felt that it was a democratic vote they were wrong and I think I think if you go against that if you push against that and you end up in a situation where the government goes against the will of the people, you end up in a situation where the country could, like, it's the very foundations of our society that is democracy. Yeah, you also making informed so decisions. <laughs> informed decisions yeah, but, is what uh, makes a right, country work. I, I'm going to yeah, put pull, my foot down pull here this and one say out. no more politics. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I, no. I, I was anti-Brexit, but I'm just saying I don't, I think you have to, you have to accept democratic like perspective. Yeah. I really when do. democratic right. happens, so, uh, I'll be on board Lego for it. Lego Batman. Yes. <laughs> no. There's going to be a movie in there. <laughs> Another one. What's that? Uh, the the Lego Batman movie. That looks exciting. Oh God, no! There's going to be a <laughs> game. Oh, surprise! Surprise! But well, this is this is what I find surprising. Rather than us getting a full game, it's just part of dim dimensions. It's part. Of, well, it was already, already decided before the film came out. 
that set would have been in development yeah. for the last. Oh yeah, I know it must have been it for a while, but it surprises me that they're not making a full game from it. And that... are they making a Lego Dimensions two? No, Lego Dimensions is a continuing project. They don't need to. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering because, like, I'd be well salty if I put all that money into Lego Dim- Dimensions and then the second one came out. It's like, lol. They're not making Lego Dimensions too. It's like Disney Infinity. Yeah. Just each year they released a new Infinity. Yeah. And you need the new one to play the new toys. Oh, it's just a matter of time now, isn't it? Because the servers are going to be going down shortly. Yeah. For Disney Infinity. Gutted. Yeah. Actually, I really did like the. Um... The My models that they Disney did. Infinity. The, the models are gorgeous. Mm. Really decent, really decent models, but um, gameplay was a bit lacking, in my opinion. Yeah. Even, even the editor was. Build your own games was the point, I think. I think the big problem was. Yakuza that... Zero! Yes. <laughs> Yakuza Zero. Yes. Oh, actually, Lego was kind of a topic. Yeah, no, it will be. I'm, yeah. I'm just interested because Carry I'm on. used to us getting like full games for Lego. I like the Lego games. I don't. Um, but now, me neither. Annoying. Now it looks like they're just firing it into dimensions. Pretty much, and well, they're just they're giving up big... on the... the. The problem is that they've got some franchises that are rolling. Mainly the ones owned by Disney, so Marvel and Star Wars. So they will um, always be separate. I well, I don't know. For now, it could be. At the moment, it looks like they're, they're two separate entities. So right. Well, I work. I still think Lego are missing a trick though, because they've done like they've got their minifigures series. Is. They've done one of Simpsons as a standalone. The fact they haven't done a Star Wars minifigures is just and season after season of that I think's crazy. They're missing all kinds of money there. That might be down to some arrangement they've got with Disney. I I'm sure it is, but as I say, if if they're listening Lego, get it done. Ooh-ha-ha. Make Pokemon Lego. <laughs> uh, Pokemon. Pokemon Lego. Again. You've got to accidentally step on them all, is what you're trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) Would it be worse than an ordinary Lego brick, Ferg, standing on a Pokemon Lego brick? I don't know. Have you seen Pikachu's freaking tail? Yeah, that looks pretty Now imagine that getting stuck in the base of your foot, like just on the inside arch of your foot. Let's see how many of you scream when that happens. Come on, just... Just for one moment, ladies and gentlemen, let's just take a moment. You're just walking through your living room and you find yourself suddenly overcome with imbalance and pain as something jagged, sharp, and possibly electrical jabs straight into the bottom of your foot and that's the end of it. And then you wake up and realize it was all a dream because Pokemon don't really exist. But Pokemon (laughs) Lego could... Hey, what, what do you mean, Steph? Are, are you trying to say Pokemon don't really exist? I've seen them on the mobile yeah, phone. Christmas doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, I've walked around Lancaster and caught them. Okay. Augmented reality, man. You are so behind the times. <laughs> oh no, I played it. I just—it's <laughs> not real. Next thing, next thing, are we saying Santa doesn't exist? 
Well, he doesn't. Does no, he? he does. He got he he got murdered. On the subject of augmented reality, I heard a rumor the other day that Microsoft might be looking at uh, bringing the Hololens to Xbox One. Ooh. The what? Hololens. Yeah, it's their AR AR glasses. Yeah. Oh. I saw the tech the demo they did for Minecraft, and that just looked amazing. Yeah, it was basically on a dining table. Yeah. But all 3D and you could zoom in and, oh, it looked so impressive. Wow. So, it could be that Microsoft might go down in AR rather than VR. I mean, the thing is, it only costs on Amazon £3,999. I mean... For a HoloLens? Yeah. Wow. Actually, no, that's development edition, maybe. Yeah, but even so, wow. Yeah, right? I mean, I hope you've got a job doing that kind of shit. <laughs> I, I'm getting worried with the way the, the market's going, to be honest. I, I think I'm going to be priced out on the market and literally won't be able to afford to, to play games in the future. I can't no, afford to play them I, now. <laughs> no, I think... If people can't afford games, then they're going to have to lower the price. I mean, it's that's just the way it's going to be. Tell that to EA. Like, there's things like there's the, the PlayStation 4 Pro now, the Scorpio, and then all the VR headsets. They all cost a fortune. But you don't need them, though. Well, it's like it's it's like PlayStation Pro. Why why would I get one? I don't know. Like I just I understand the graphics are better. This is just the but... beginning of the market. Does anybody remember what how much it cost to buy a Neo Geo back in the day? Yeah. Right. I suppose there is that. Now look at everybody rocking consoles that are light years ahead of those. And we thought like, oh man, we'll never see the likes of the Neo Geo. No, just wait until VR becomes like everybody's play. Pay dirt. You'll find headsets going for about 10 quid at some point. They'll plug into your mobile phone. It's just a matter of time before it hits the market hard. And once the average consumer realizes that VR is clearly the way of the future, and for those of you in doubt, grow up, grow a pair, and get your fucking gags on. Because this is where it's going. Augmented reality, VR, and all the rest of it, it is the natural yeah. progression of computer sciences. The... It is, but I think it's years off. I honestly think it's years off. I haven't seen one really good VR game come out. I've after. seen I've actually, turning up on PC. I've been seeing a, a lot of people commenting on Resident Evil 7 VR. And what, Biohazard? Been... Yeah, it's actually really scary, the VR. It's done really well. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, had, I had a chance to play the a bit of the, um, the demo. The, yeah. Uh, the teaser, the uh, beginning hour, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, in VR. And, yeah, it definitely does mess with you. The, the How did you find the, the, the motion though. sickness? Did you feel like you were a bit... A bit you... towards the end, but then I was stood up. Yeah. Which probably didn't help that much. Well, I found but... sitting down didn't help. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get the chance to try sitting down. So, um, but I know that with Resident Evil, they they did do um, a candle that you could burn at the same time as playing the game, which simulates the smell of the house. Oh wow! 
and it Balls. like makes vapor vapor have gone wrong. Yeah. Oh, grim. It's not a particularly pleasant smell. Well, the state of the house looks atrocious, so that's and, kind of not surprising. Um, one of my friends went around to another friend's house to play, and he happened to be playing it for the candle burning. Oh um, wow! You could still smell it on his clothes. Oh, grim. Yeah, clean. Guys, just so you're aware, we're already down to 18 minutes left. Oh. And I said uh, it for we, 45. We, the, uh, <laughs> stuff we haven't even finished the no, game in news. We haven't even covered Yak Yakuza 0 yet. <laughs> no. We're not at 30 minutes on, on the actual record button yet, though. Yeah. You've got 18 minutes left out of 45. Oh, Do I see what you mean, yeah. Uh, I see what he's done there. I see what he's done. Yeah. It's a whole maths thing. Yeah. Bitches. Right. Yakuza 0. Yakuza 0. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. So. This will provide some amusement for Fergan dead, no doubt. What? Why? Mm. Oh, because you'll love it. Why? It, it's right up right your up street. Right up your street. Oh, no. What have you... What are you about to sell me? That's... I have a copy of it. I haven't actually had time to play it, but you've got you can you've got it. Yeah, I've got oh, it. Oh, what did you get? I just it haven't on? had time to play it. Uh, PlayStation Four. Nice. I bet you're wishing you hadn't now that you got a new PC running. <laughs> I know. I, I literally. Bye have bye like... PS4. You're about to you're about to rediscover real gaming. <laughs> Hey, I've I've got a week off in two weeks, so I'm just gonna hammer the shit out of everything I've got. Nice. My God. Uh... But Yakuza Zero. Basically, you're a Yakuza guy, which is cool. Um, and apparently the story's mint and uh, really good. Combat's kind of fun. It's a kind of it was originally a PS3 game, so it's kind of upscaled a bit. But you know, it's kind of a Japanese port. Um, but you can do all sorts of really fun stuff. Like singing badly at a karaoke bar, play a dodgy phone flirting mini game where you like chat up Japanese girls yeah. over the phone in a really creepy way. And that, <coughs> that, that I believe, is the mini game you can actually win the VHSs uh, that have uh, softcore Japanese porn on them that you can then go and watch. Sit right up Ferg Street. Yeah. He loves these kind of games. He's all about that. You can go and play lots of classic Sega games, like uh, Space Harrier. Oh, really? Yeah. Outrun. Okay. Ah, shit, that really hurts. Were you just smacking your head against, against my table? Game? Yes, because you were telling me about Yakuza 0 and everything about it sounds like the worst possible thing to put... Oh, God, no. Oh, but... But first, <laughs> oh, here are some of the good points. There's like pop-up invisible walls. The, the textures on all of the buildings are pretty bad and outdated. Um, what else? Uh, however, the character models are superb. They're really well done and kind of out of contrast with the rest of the scenery. Is this like an early access game or something? No, no, it's no, a full release. Oh, God. But it's it's um, Angry Joe talks about it, um, and he he said it's full of things that in any other game you'd think this game's shit, yeah, and he'd absolutely it, hate. It, uh, yeah, but it absolutely works for Yakuza. Yeah, because of it, just its story, its kind of Japanesey spin on it, like it's 
apparently quite good. Is, is yeah. this sort of a parody then? I mean, is this actually more of a parody no, game? Uh, apparently, the think of it as the story is pretty like meaty and, and like pretty grim in places. Well, so we're looking um, at something maybe a little more like Mafia Three or GTA. He's he actually said it was Mafia Three done right. Well, they can go stick it up their ass because uh, I've been playing Mafia uh-huh. Three a little while ago, and it would—it's been absolutely wicked. It was pretty good. I've thoroughly enjoyed yeah, Mafia Three well, right. so the far. Story in Look, this, I'll explain to a cocked hat. Ferg, I'll explain Yakuza for you uh, to, to give you a bit more of a point of reference. I'm not sure if I want it. Did you ever play Shenmue? On the I have to confess, no. A, I didn't own a Dreamcast, and B, most of those kind of games I could really not get into simply because they were long, arduous, I hated the lead character, and everybody else in it was thoroughly bloody annoying. Why were they asking me to do all the work? At least in Skyrim, there was a payoff for it. Yeah, I think you'll definitely like Yakuza 0, then. Also, it's a good place to jump into the series because there's been like six other Yakuza games. Oh, yeah. However, Mm. this is like Origin. origin. So, Uh, let me guess. It's a good place to jump in if you've not played any of the other Yakuza games. So, let me guess. This is kind of like Ring Zero. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to pass on that. (laughs) (laughs) You you failed to sell me this, this game. But it's got, like, two really in-depth mini-games in there for generating money. Like, you can be a, a property realtor and uh, own loads of property, and it's quite a complex in-depth mini-game that's just in there as well. Or you can uh, own your own hostess bar. Hell yeah! Uh, so this is the bit I'm sure you'll love the most, Vic. You can you can dress up all the hostesses and level them up. And, oh, that's amazing. Like, increase their abilities, and yeah. So if you I were to play, oh, can can I actually makeup, choose my character's name? No. no. Oh, oh, so you it's are a set two character. specific characters within the game. You play two different characters. I think one's got an eye patch. So two two actual characters, and I can't call them Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin. No. No. No, no, that's right no. out, apparently. That's a crying shame, because quite frankly, I'm seeing a lot of parallels here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, moving swiftly on, Tales of... What? B- B- Beresia? Berseria? Uh, Beresia? Beresia? I think. Berseria? Beresia. Beresia? Yeah. Beresia? Okay. It's Beresia up north. It is. Russia. It's a bit cold than the other bit, like. Tales of Beresia, so it is. Oh no, I went Irish. So it is. Is this kind of like Tales of. It's a Tales game. Yeah, yeah. best. Yeah. Those, right. Zesteria, there's Tales of Symphonia, Tales of Vesperia. I think it was Vesperia that I actually got hold of uh, when it was kind of like really, really kind of like. Oh, they, they sold out of all the copies, so the only way you could act like all the disc copies, finding one for like during one of the years was absolutely insanely difficult. So they actually released the digital copy on Xbox uh, for an insane price, knowing that they no one would be able to find the disc, 
no one would be able to do any, you know, the, the, if they really, really wanted it, you'd have to get a digital download. Yep, yeah, and it always costs more to download on Xbox no, or but PlayStation. I don't... Yeah, I mean, I think definitely, like, it's pretty bad of Xbox to do that. But the thing is with the Tales games is they've only very recently started go going into the PC market as well in the, in the West because... You know, there was quite a long period of time where people just didn't play Japanese RPGs, and Tales just kind of held on, and it's actually got more and more popular. I mean, you can, you know, you can get it on PC, this game, as well as PlayStation 4. Uh, you, I'm not sure whether it's, I don't think it's on Xbox, uh, but they have released some, some games only, like exclusively on Xbox before. The Tales series um, is pretty much a PlayStation exclusive at the moment. Tales of, um... Vesperia was originally an Xbox yeah. exclusive. Yeah. I think but maybe they need to do a PS. Three or four that I've seen have been PlayStation exclusive. Right. For about the last yeah. three, four years. I mean, that's. I mean, again, I mean, th this is just down to the, the taste thing in your console, isn't it? I mean, I, I like Japanese RPGs, yeah. so I tend to end up with stuff like Japanese RPGs because I got a PlayStation. And this did have a, a yeah. very JRPG look to it. It oh, it's JRPG it's JRPG. Please excuse me, Jones. Back in the second. But it's um, you know, it's it's um, you know, for, for, from from the reviews, the reviews are very very positive about it. Um, it's much darker than the older games. The older games, like they were a lot, all of them have been really fun, and some of them have been great at like character development, and they're very Japanese anime-ish yeah. kind of games. But I'm generally a very big fan of this series like I didn't like the newest ones Asteria. I've not but... played any of the Tales series and I do like my JRPGs I think you would certainly like some of them like um, I think PS3 had quite a few on actually yeah. if you ever want to oh, I might have a um... look at the back catalogue well, some of them will probably come out uh, and given away on Playstation Plus at some point I imagine Maybe. I mean, my what was my favorite actually? I had um. One of my favorites was actually on the PlayStation Three, and I can't remember what it was called now. Uh, was it part of the Tales series or a different JRPG? No, it was Tales. It was um. Oh shit! I'm just having a look and seeing if it's on here. It's not... Oh, Tales of Grace's F was. Ah. On it. Yeah, I loved that. Was one of my favourite because you, the story's about a group of kids, um, and a few things happen. And the first kind of like five to ten hours, you're playing as like them as kids, and then, you know, it sort of stops, and a few years go by, and you're playing as an adult, mm. and you're kind of a lot of the groundwork of the plot at the beginning kind of all comes back to haunt them, and it's oh right, I well, yeah, I love. Well, I love that mechanic. It's not done enough in games. It's what made Ocarina of Time such a good game in Zelda, you know, where you have this kind of connection between childhood and adulthood. And as a plot point, it's wonderful when you see kind of, you know, a group of characters as kids and then you're now, an, you know, they're, you're now playing effects. them as adults. And yeah. yeah, it's it's really nice. Really nice. Um, Are you... Yeah, no, I mean, it seems, you know, I, I'm excited to try this one. Very excited. Have you seen there's a new Final Fantasia game? You mean Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. 
<laughs> Kingdom Hearts is not Final Fantasy. It's Final Fantasy plus Disney. Yeah. Uh, it's not. No, it's they kind do of... play quite differently. They play massively yeah, differently. Yeah. In general. It looks far be Final Fantasy for me. It's sometimes that's the Final Fantasy characters, isn't it? Yeah, it go. does. Do it, Final Fantasy. But it's it's the no, the it's thing is though is it. Though. It's oh, very different. Yeah. A lot of people that like Final Fantasy absolutely hate Kingdom Hearts and vice versa. There's quite a lot of. Um, I'm don't. I'm not really that elitist about JRPGs. I mean, I've always been more of a Final Fantasy fan, but they are re. They're re-releasing the original Kingdom Hearts and Kingdom Hearts Two, I oh. think, on PlayStation Four at some point kind of remastered so I would like to give it another go I isn't... tried to play it as a kid but I was I was maybe a bit too old for it when it came out but isn't it going to be like uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8 or something bro 2.8 uh, oh, HD uh, fuck knows mix or something final chapter <laughs> that, he's, he's not even joking <laughs> this is... like, he's not even fucking that joking with that name I don't know, but it's something fucking stupid like that. Like, how do you bring in new fans when you title something? Like, Street Fighter no, no, but I was Turbo EX 16.1, no, your mum. Fergman, I was looking I was looking into it, I was like, okay, if I was interested in getting into the Kingdom Hearts series, where do I start? At the beginning. And, 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 and what's a good area to get into? And then you even start reading up on it, and it's like, Oh, this Kingdom Hearts 2.8 game is like a prologue to this other 3DS game that came out in 1997, and da 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 da. And you sat there like, oh how the? F yeah, you just like, I, if I wanted to get into this series, I would. I've literally sat and read Wikipedia, and I'm fucking confused. Why? Why? Why make it so complicated? Why give it such a fucking stupidly ridiculous title when your the market for these games are probably at a guess. 12, 12 year old kids you know like that's it's Disney and it's kind of it's Disney with a bit of a you know do kids hey, with, with a JRPG spin on it you, you see I'll, she probably would I, I would the title is Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue oh my god you were wow. almost exactly word for word and it has like a prologue game to something and then it has two Mini films or something that have got their own name, and then it's got a remake oh, of a 3DS game. Maybe in Japanese as well. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, which is fine, but it's like. Does it come with subtitles? Yeah. Thank you, buggery, because otherwise this conversation just became null and void. Because <laughs> I don't well, read. I, I think Japanese I probably need subtitles to understand the actual title of the game. If they actually put, you know. With the legible English version of the type title, well, then maybe... Why should they? I, I, I still stand by my original statement that most of these games are not actually aimed at a Western audience. And I, don't get me wrong, I think it's a fantastic marketing idea. The idea is you plan for a very specific market and everything outside of that that gets stuck into it is a bonus. Pure profit. It just sounds like a badly translated sentence. It does, do It does. HD 2.8, the end of the beginning. Yes. 
that chapter you thought you'd actually already played means that you need to buy another two games before you can play the one you just bought. Part two. Oh, fucking hell. See, that's... <laughs> oh, my God. Probably. Oh, hang on. Was Shit. that a Final Fantasy reference? Part two. Oh, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> Final Fantasy ten, part two. I'm just going to be quiet <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm planning my revenge. Yeah, well, we're too busy dressing you up like a, like a doll in uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy. Yakuza Zero. Oh, in Yakuza Zero. I've just leveled you up to level 84 as a hooker. <laughs> And you're currently wandering around in a yellow spandex lit like unitard with a cape and a mask with a big yeah, S on your step. You could probably do that. I want to now. Fuck it. I'm getting Yakuza <laughs> Zero just so I can do that and, and troll, troll hard. Yes, right. Yes. No. No. And we can see who can earn the most money. The, the, oh my the, god. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Sorry, I'll do that just so I can put spindles in the top penthouse room with like a big ass heart shaped bed and gaudy balloons everywhere or something. Spindles, ultimate. This is pimp. a very interesting. This is a very interesting episode. We're hitting upon politics. We're hitting upon dressing people up as prostitutes. Yeah. Should probably get this rated <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Well, come on, we're not yeah. judging. As far as I'm concerned, it's the oldest profession in the book, and let's be honest, there are some absolute masters of that profession out there. Not that I know any of them personally, but uh, <clears throat> I'm say you I'll pass it. I'll, hey, I'll get a number to you. Yeah, I'll pass the number on. I think she travels. Uh, well, oh, it travels. <laughs> Yeah, right. right. Yes, oh, moving right. swiftly so on. on games are coming Conan's out. Conan's Exile. <laughs> Has anyone seen anything on this? No, but no, I, am, I am thoroughly actually interested because I've always been a fan of the Conan storyline. And Conan has had such a rough history in computer games because, my word, they're, bad. They're just bad, yeah. I, d I don't know if there's any other way to put it. Even with the likes of Ron Perlman, etc., kind of enhancing these games, which theoretically should just make them pure gold. But sadly, they just seem to miss... So I can't even put my finger on it. They just miss the point. Yeah, they really do. There's, there's something... I think they make it too complex, story-wise, because Conan has never been about the plot. It's, He's about mm. it and things with a big sword, isn't he? Or, well, well, anything, really. A sword just yeah. happens to be at hand. If there's an axe or a spear, I'm pretty certain he could get busy with well, it. Well, let's explain what it actually yeah, is. Yeah, go for it. Oh, God. My OneNote has decided to vanish from my screen. Also, we've just <laughs> used up 45 minutes, gents. Excellent. We've only got a few more things to cover. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, so it's shall I released on early access yeah. at the end of January uh, on, I believe, PC and Xbox? And we should probably explain actually what the game is about. Yeah, I'm getting there. You uh, can build your own base or town. You can hire workers. You can use it as a base of operations. Oh, it's another open-world survival game, then. Smash your home down and steal your things. 
seems uh, fairly PvP orientated. Oh great, it's another rust. Fantastic. You can also build statuses of your god. It can fight for you. And uh, statues. It's rust oh, crossed right. with black and white then. And someone yeah. saw a giant walking man smashing someone's town down and a giant snake. Do you want me to read like this so that it doesn't sound like you're just reading what I've read? I am just reading <laughs> what you've read. I know. Right, I right, okay, let me explain. So, I'll break it down for you. You can build your own base, you play online. You can build your own base, like with actual buildings as a I really cool like kind of Minecrafty you building have thing. A beat behind you now, Steph. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like a cool little rap beat. <laughs> and uh there we go. Other players smash your hometown down and steal your things. Yo, yo, see, see, we are there. No, 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 give it up. Anyway, give it up. we are killing this badly, not in a good way. <laughs> it's always good, always good. Bad is as good as bad. Can I noticed Dead actually didn't get involved in there. He's above this kind of skullduggery. He is. He's too cool. Well played, school. well played, man. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Like a fart. Um, but anyway, the cool thing is, you got your little base, you play online, like, you play with other people, and you build your little area, but other people can, like, like hammer down your buildings and, like, get in, and you can actually have your own little god guy, like, and he literally, well, he's not little, he's fucking massive, and he can, like, walk through people's bases, or, oh, no. depends what your god is, like, but it literally, it's really destructible environments. So it's I'm, uh, it's an open world survival game. I'm not sure what that actually means uh, in terms of whether it is an MMO. Um, I, maybe well, it it's fairly like large server. Other people can trash your stuff. There's got to be some way of interacting with other people. In the oh, game. yeah. So, I, I don't know whether it's more in the line of something like Rust or Daisy or... Like yeah, potentially, yeah. But All I'm hearing here is something like Rust. Uh, I I've been I've, I've taken the time was I was basically going through a selection of these open world survival games and Rust was one of the ones that came highly recommended to me and I started playing with people I knew and then found myself jumping onto public servers by which point I very swiftly began to realize just how toxic that community is and when I say toxic I mean holy Wow, I mean, if, if it, it is its own little kind of narrative subculture. Each server comes with its own band of douchebags. Um, and believe me, these people on, by and large, a lot of the folks that I actually have the opportunity to talk to online, just generally, you meet some really fine people and then you just meet people that are just dicks. Yeah, pe people that Still are naked than... actually have to gather together just to hope that they that they've got a chance in the big wild uh, wide world that that is Rust. Well, it's not that big. It's, it's an island. So what kind of game is Rust? Is it a survival? Yeah, it's a first. Yeah, it's a first person perspective. Run around. Um, it, it's like all of the others, where you walk up to a rock, you slap it a bit until you finally get enough bits of pebble, you punch right. branches and stuff until you've got enough wood, and then you can build your little shelter, your little campsites and all the rest of it until you're finally able to build full-blown 
buildings and all the rest of that good jazz. Um, and then some twat comes along with a stack of C4 places around the base and just blows it six ways from really Sunday. Cool. Yeah, and you have to start all the way back again. However, when you're actually playing your character on that server, or that profile, you might say, is, um, is constantly leveling up. They are learning new skills and new, learning new abilities, and those you keep from every time you come back to life. So it's like kind of like survival. Yes, it's entirely like Ark uh, survival evolved. Uh, in fact, it is. In fact, Rust is essentially exactly the same game. It just doesn't have dinosaurs and doesn't look nearly as pretty. So it's, yeah, it's same game, different setting. Yeah, and it is another one that is spending. A vast amount of time in early access, and the various like the various updates that they get has caused various levels of consternation between them. But uh, I'm not exactly a Rust fan, but I do know plenty of people that love it and they love the community. I'm not going to judge them <laughs> much, um, but yeah, you'll find me on Seven Days to Die. So right, and there's a couple. There's a couple more things that we can mention, but that's not going to too much mentions. detail about them. Honourable mentions. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm very much looking forward to the new Mass Effect. So there's very, quite controversial opinions on the game at the moment, because uh, a lot of people are worried it's going to be more like Dragon Age Inquisition, which was very kind of open worldy but MMOE kind of. People didn't like that. I didn't like it that much either. Right. But I still kind of like Dragon Age Inquisition, but people are a bit worried about it, um, and. By the way, I haven't released well, loads of content on it, but... That wasn't the I, I'm impression hopeful. I was getting from that first trailer, with when it showed all the combat. It looked really action-based and, and quite interesting. Yeah, remember what happened when everybody saw No Man's Sky's trailers? Yeah, but at least... <laughs> history of making good games, Yeah, yeah to be fair, like... this, isn't, yeah, but... this isn't them. This, is, this I... isn't Hello Games. <laughs> the trailers I saw for No Man's Sky, the game turned exactly out to be exactly what I same, expected. From same, same. I, I, yeah, I, I am amazed that people actually like thought it would be. I, more. I'm just amazed people thought it would be. Yeah, because oh, like so I literally like me. it does. I mean, it, it, I agree. It was like I mean, I was totally happy with what I played of the game. I got the amount of time I thought I would get out of the game. I was interested to see how the the whole thing works in terms of going between solar systems and from the planet surface upwards and all that stuff, but I did not expect it to be Elite Dangerous. Like, it really... I honestly don't feel it was ever really properly sold as that. What, Mass the Effect? The multiplayer thing. No, not Mass don't Effect. Don't even uh, start no, on No Man's Sky. I was just making a one-off jab, and I will continue to make one-off jab. You started it! I made a one-off jab. <laughs> While I'm currently you burning my energy of Sean Faceache. <laughs> right, moving on swiftly. Really exciting news that we might have mentioned last week, but I'll just bring it up again because it's awesome. Uh, Legend of Zelda is out beginning of March, March the 3rd. Holy moly, looks amazing. I'm probably going to be I'm looking so at, at this with Rami. I, I really want to try find some time to, to play that with you. We'll get some time in in March. I'll, we'll, we'll work, we'll we have to work it out. Weekend. You're going to yeah. be so disappointed. 
I don't think so. I don't think I, so. It looks it's amazing. It's Nintendo making a Zelda game. It, they're never really the shit. Wii U game. Yes. Yeah, but they're the not going to release Wii U game. Yeah. They're not going to release another Zelda game though for no, like another, another seven years. It's the, la and... it's the last of the first party software. They're not doing any more Wii U games. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bothered though because the, oh, right. the the only games I like playing on Nintendo consoles a really Nintendo are games. Mario Kart, <laughs> which is, is 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 Mario Kart and Zelda. And what about what Splatoon? I've... I've heard that is really good, but I'm yet to try it. I've got it. It's okay. I need. To, I want to sort of play it with a few people. Really. Yeah. Like, I haven't really got to play it with other people. But I mean, the whole thing with with, with Nintendo. I mean, I'm not really fussed about them stopping making games for Wii U because a new Zelda won't come out for seven years. The Mario Kart they are releasing on the Switch is called Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. I've got Mario Kart 8 with about 64 tracks because I've got all the DLC. I don't really need another Mario Kart no. for seven years. <laughs> uh, like, I didn't want the first one. Oh, Mario Kart's don't amazing. I don't care what you say. Started. <laughs> you love Mario, Ferg. Mario Kart was my child. I love Mario buried across my knee with a smashed skull, pixelated across the floor like a dead Tron character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, you all laughed because you want to see it too. I like Mario. He's got a cute moustache. Got a face. But, uh, yeah, anyway, moving swiftly on from that toxic subject. Uh, lobotomy <laughs> Corporate. All right, now let, let's take this to the PC gamers, guys. Seriously, let's put these, these horrible little low FPS consoles to one side and actually hit some quality <laughs> games. Uh, this one, however, doesn't actually require a particularly high FPS, to be honest. But uh, Lobotomy Corporation, Monster Management Simulator by Project Moon. It's an early access title at the moment on Steam, for instance, uh, whereby you engage in an XCOM-like anti-hive base mechanic while keeping Ooh. monsters, truly hideous, horrifying monsters, locked away and managing their expectations along with assigning your agents to interact with those in their environment but things can you get go to name your own monsters ferg no you don't because each oh. of the monsters are actually characters within the game that are randomly placed in your little monster dungeons have any of you seen uh, cabin in the woods the joss whedon movie no but this reminds me of yeah. ant simulator and a great game by Microsoft. Or Maxim. Yeah, I remember Ansim. I remember Ansim. Or Simant, sorry. Yeah. Simant, that's it. Well, yeah. in this particular case, it, it, it's, it reminds me a little bit of those weird little... It, it's kind of like Fallout Shelter in a certain kind of way, but it's, it's, uh, it's that wonderful... It's that wonderful dynamic where you already know you're effectively scuppered, but as you play through each as you're playing through from one level to the next, you're trying to learn certain aspects about their monsters and their behaviours in order to try and keep them happy. And as the monsters are gaining power within their cells and bring stuff, you're essentially trying to use that power to provide energy for the rest of the world. But, oh, right. oh, a yeah. quick case in point here. 
After all the simulator jokes I've been getting, Kirk <laughs> seems pretty keen on this simulator. Yes, that's because it's wink, an wink, actually nudge, fun nudge. simulator, as opposed yeah, it's to not farming a drug. It's playing with monsters. I don't like farming simulator. If you're gonna insult me, go for Euro Trucking Simulator too. Uh, hey, I went for trucks, man. I quoted the trucks. I know. Yeah, you're yeah, you're I'm, on I'm, it, man. If you, if you want to get me, yeah, you got to get my preferences right, man. If you no, I don't. You bought it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you provided extension. You, you, you're one of the reasons why we'll get a farming, simula farming simulator 2018, mate. Thanks for that. I've only oh, played Farming oh, Simulator for two hours. I'm never going to play it again. <laughs> can, can you Stop feed the, the staff to the monsters? Technically, yes. Uh. Not oh, quite really? directly, but you have to put agents into the room with the monsters in order to actually learn more about them. Feed them, keep, you know, keep their rooms clean. Oh, it's like when you put the grain in the back of the tractor truck. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh. oh, simulators are never going to live it down here, are they? No, no, they're not. Uh... So, which makes us move swiftly on to Happy Room by Mana Potion Studios. Turns out you can have your very own Red Room of Pain, but less of the Fifty Shades of Grey kind of thing, and more of the psychotic test facility kind. This is a cheap-ass game, and I mean it is absolutely ridiculously cheap, but looks like one that may provide a certain level of socially acceptable stress relief, if you catch my drift. <laughs> Uh, please, <laughs> check out Happy Room. You may find something you like there. Uh, again, Mana Potion Studios for further details. Uh, then we have Ryan Black uh, by Trazzy Entertainment. It's a side-scrolling shooter about a spec ops guy who finds himself knee-deep in a Zed-infested locale and is forced to go all special forces on absolutely everything. And the game... Reminds me directly of the likes of Shadow Complex, which I actually really enjoyed, and Ooh. Dead Light, which I also oh, kind yeah. of enjoyed. But um, yes, I, I'm. that's one of those games that I might actually just go like, you know what, I fancy a little risk buy and pick that up. Um, yeah, uh, Ryan Black, and I'm, I'm sort of... I'm really tempted with that, because I really liked Shadow Complex. It was a very nice, simple game engine. Uh, it was all kind of platformery, a bit of fun, uh, finite story. There was only so much you could actually do, but if you wanted to get all the achievements, you really had to learn how to play that character with all of the armor parts on it. And I'm kind of hoping that Ryan Black might follow something in that suite. <clears throat> yeah. Which then brings us to Zero Sheet. I don't know how much you guys love your sort of couch you know, your couch co-op-y kind of games and the, the online multiplayer stuff. Oh, yeah. So this yeah. one is done by a chap called Soren Trotter, uh, Trotner Madsen. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Um, Trotner Games. And uh, it's uh, for two to six players in a zero-gravity yeah. arena where two teams will compete to land the grav ball, which, you know, basically a football thing, um, through their opponent's goal shields that are constantly... Are you just trying to package up football again, Ferg? No. I hate football. Well, so do I, but, I mean, last week you <sighs> mentioned that other... What was that other MOBA football game? The zombie one. Oh, ne Necro... 
Necroball. Yeah, yeah, Necroball. I, I, I can't help it. I'm, I'm sort of looking at these little games that. Kind you know of what the truth is? Go on, say it. Do you know what Ferg really go does on. in his spare time? Plays FIFA non-stop. No, 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 no. He doesn't play go FIFA. On, step it up. He plays Football Manager. Oh, Football Manager. Oh, 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 he loves oh, oh, a bit of management simulation. Oh, the gloves are on. <laughs> You see, sir, this means war. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I am going to troll this shit out of you now. <laughs> oh, God, yes, I'm going to oh, oh, Ladies and gentlemen, from this point on, it is war. And, um, yeah, yeah. I'm paying oh. more attention to the wonky game of planning sessions now for this very reason. <laughs> Uh, last on, not last, uh, well, sorry, uh, Zero G is basically, it's a grab ball thing where you're trying to get the, uh, each team has a shield, and you're supposed to try and just pop each other's shields, and, and that's essentially the thing. However, it's all done completely in a physics light Zero G um, environment. So you're different, Do you, does anybody remember the original series of Battlestar Galactica, where they would race along and they try and get, it's basically, it looked like, uh, no, better example. It it kind of gives me the feeling of Final Fantasy X's. Uh, oh, grab ball. Yeah, grab ball game. The blitz ball. That's the that's, that's the yeah, silly yeah. named game that was essentially just a statistics model that you know if you got really really good at it, there was no way you could lose a match. Football in zero G. Yeah, it's football in zero G. Well, it's more like basketball in zero G, maybe. Uh, which then leads me on to Ride 2 by Milestone. Um, here's one for the petrol heads. Filling in the gap between the last and next MotoGP, but offering a new engine and an alternative to the usual courses, along with a new race, uh, new race editor. Um, motorcycles. For those of you that like motorcycles, and I do, I miss my motorcycle. Um, uh, I would like to get one one day. A motorcycle. Yeah, they're, they're cool. They but... are, but I, as much as I hate to say it, I now I've got a car now, and I have people that I have to drive around, and I like having stuff in the boot. I want a speed <laughs> Yeah, so do I, for no reason. <laughs> um, you can never underestimate the enjoyment one can have in a boot. <laughs> yeah, as far as I can tell, though, ride to. Um, it didn't surpass any expectations, but it didn't disappoint either. It, it kind of—it's a solid ride in game. Yeah, that's literally just it. So if you are looking forward to like another sort of motorcycle racing game, and you fancy putting some time into it, Ride Two may very well scratch that itch before the next MotoGP game comes out, which is probably imminent. If it hasn't already. Just saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this month for Xbox Live and PlayStation. They haven't heard anything about PlayStation Plus yet. Uh, I don't know if there's anything on Xbox. Uh, that Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time, I seem to recall, was one of them. Wow. I've watched a review on that about a year ago. It's kind of a husband, wife, slash boyfriend, girlfriend, or any other 
extended partner you want to choose? You mean it's a game for couples? So, sorry, yeah, a game for couples. Yeah, sorry, I was just trying not to get some game. social justice warrior hatred like in any responses to the video. Every, I value everyone. That's very anti-singles. Sorry, Dad, what was that? What, the game? Oh, last year, was it? Uh, but it can't be this year, we haven't had it yet. No, quite a while ago. <laughs> Are we back to whether or not you're a Time Lord, Ferg? Yeah, you might have already been there, dude. Oh. Yeah. But it's quite a fun little game, you basically... Sorry, I was breathing something in there. That was not a good time to speak. Um, yeah. You basically... Uh, I'm just e Just opened it up for me, you mouth breather. Oh, shit. Go back to your spreadsheets. Um, right. Holy shit, you've thrown my brain. That didn't take much. Planetary space station. Damn you. Right, okay. Basically, it's a game that's two-player, and it is for like you know for two people to play. Generally, couples—that's the idea of it. And they control different bits of a spaceship, and you fly around and you do stuff. That's how it works, apparently. That's that's it. Wait, what's it? Can you not play it single-player? You, I don't, th I don't, I don't know. You, you probably can't. And if you can, it's probably, it's one of those games that you just feel sad and a bit <laughs> alone, a bit, a bit isolated and alone <laughs> when you play it. I, yeah, this, this see, hear that? Just listen very, very carefully to hear it. Violin. Yeah, it's so small. No, no, sorry, I can't hear it anymore. <laughs> um, yes. And I think that's, I mean. Oh, Monkey Island 2 of... Special Edition. Ooh. That's what it's been out for years. And um, Project Cars. Oh. What? Oh, oh, that's the free stuff. Yeah. Right, I see. Cool. Well, that's cool. Monkey Island 2 Monkey Island Special 2? Edition. Is that Revenge awesome. of LeChuck? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. in a coat. Brilliant. God, that's been a while. Project Cars is really good as well. Is that about cars? <laughs> yeah, but it's really quite fun. Like, you do, like, you can start off in, like, the really shitty kind of, like, go karty cars and then you can like work your way up through the leagues in that and then go on to like the better cars and eventually end up in supercars kind of so good. on a scale of 1 to 10 where 10 is burnout paradise and 1 is farming simulator 17 where would you say <laughs> came up on the scale I haven't played burnout paradise oh. but I'd say it's probably the best driving game I've played uh, in the last 5 years Oh, dude, Project that's cars. it. I'm get now that you've got your PC up and running. I'm buying I have, you I have Paradise got a copy of it. City. No, no, I've got a copy. I've got a copy. What on PC? <laughs> Burnout Paradise, the ultimate Paradise. box on Steam. If you have not bought it already, listen. Uh, you've got to understand, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah I've got good. It. I've got just, it. It's, it's that. It's that. I think I tried it and thought it just looked like absolute dog, so I didn't. I'm gonna find it. you and I'm gonna beat you. It, it is the one. It, do, it does look like dog though. It came out in like. It looks great. Isn't it? It's a lovely game. <laughs> it looks great on like a like a a, a DOS based computer from the 1990s. Burnout Paradise. Yeah. 
I think you I think you've got the wrong one, mate. Okay. Burnout Paradise. It's, it's the last burnout game we've actually had. It's it's been one of the biggest queries that I've had. When did it come out? Though? Oh, it's, it's actually kind. It's it's oh Christ! It was it's probably nearly. Oh, it doesn't look bad yeah, at all. Burnout Paradise is. It, it, yeah, it, it's one of Criterion, uh, which is owned by EA. And yes, you please understand that I I I I'm always going to have a grudge against EA, but. It is quite old, though, dude. It's, it it's is. February 2009. But it? it's also the basis is this of the, the game that's all about the crashing. Yes. Running people off the road is the whole point of the game. Yeah. Right. Was it like Carmageddon? Kinda. Yeah. But no. Carmageddon was like the original, like, first two Carmageddon games were, like, my favourite traffic game. Right. We're we, we going to have to sit down and burn out Paradise the shit out of you at some point because, quite. Can we ram into oh, each yes. other for hours on earth? <laughs> Excellent. You can run them off the road. Barrel takedown. Your carcass can be positioned in the middle of the road to explode for the next person to go past it. Called nice. traffic <laughs> check <laughs> takedowns. <laughs> yeah. Demolition derby in a street rally. And street nice. racing and burning routes and you name it. It's, it's one of the wonderful things. It's one of the reasons... I mean, Burnout Paradise is the engine that made all of the last uh, Need for Speed games work. Full stop. End of story. Oh yeah, and they're all done by Criterion. And yet we haven't had a recent uh, Need for Speed or Burnout. We haven't had a Burnout in the better part of ten years now, I think. And I've always liked Need for Speed. Exactly, but Need for Speed and Burnout are more or less the same bloody game. <laughs> Although the more like recent Need for Speed was well embarrassing. Did it like it was the one where, like, you were these really cool guys, and they were, like, really cool, and they talked really cool, and they were all, like, really jockey. Kind we're not of talking about the Need for really Speed movie that was just a absolute... No, no, it was actually... No, no, it was a new game, and they actually had, like, cutscenes with, like, real people in, and oh. it felt like a really, like, bad attempt at trying to make it fast and furious. I'm oh, so dear. glad I missed that. I can't believe Criterion would have yeah, made yeah, that. It was really fucking bad, dude. Oh, that's oh, a shame. Because Criterion... It played, like, brilliant. all right, but it... It, it played all right, though. Like, the actual playing of the game, but the actual... Acting. Yeah, the... Oh, just don't put acting in a driving game. Just, oh. It's all right. There still hasn't been any acting in a driving game. Yeah. <laughs> or movie, for that matter. <laughs> Boom! Boom! That's good. Boom! Burn! Yeah. And on that, that note... <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think that kind of brings us over to our uh, our solitary discussion for this evening. The rise in eSports. Because suddenly, yes. as if by magic, eSports have taken another, like, leap in popularity again. They're really trending for some reason. Well, there's a couple of reasons. <gasps> I can give you a few. Right I dare you. If you want to. Um, well, there's a lot more money going into it. You've got a lot of people, uh, I know at least in stuff like League and CSGO, uh, there's starting to be some really big investors. Whoa. I think a basketball team uh, bought one of the league teams and maybe the CS team as well. Wow. What team it wow. was. But it's it's it, like an actual NFL team. Like it, it's it's serious business and 
Well, I, I mean, they still need to... Microsoft work. have just invested loads in Gears of War to be tournament-worthy. Yeah. And they're put throwing really? loads of money behind Gears as a, a tournament platform. Wow. That's very... That is very interesting, because I think that... I mean, it, it's such a dodgy market, though, isn't it? Because it's like... Um, I don't know! I... It's a bit like World of Warcraft, in the sense that you're only going to have... Well, it's like sport in real life. You're only going to have a few, like three or four games that are going to be followed well, no. religiously. No, no, you can follow as many more. as you like now. More are coming out. You can, you can, but what are the most popular games that are followed on Twitch? League? Uh, Overwatch now. Dota 2 has a bit. Overwatch, Overwatch is gaining a massive following. Dota 2 is not well. Dota 2 is alright, but it, like Overwatch is a very different game from. Well, League. yeah, but it's still an esport. It's a. Oh, it is. It's still another bloody I... MOBA. It is a MOBA. It's a first-person. It's a first-person MOBA. Team base. It's not a first-person MOBA. It's more like an MMO. Well, it's it's got the mechanics more of an MMO. In a How? How it is it open fight. world? Everybody gets dropped in a in arena. No, Each character I mean has about special that abilities. Like... You just simply can't see your characters from above. You're first person it, shooting each other. That's not how a MOBA works. It is That's, a MOBA. No, MOBA's totally... Nah. You don't take down towers. You don't have NPCs that run along the lanes. You're not focused on uh, last-hitting minions. You don't have... Um, bushes that you can Hang on a second. Is it have... multiplayer? It's just multiplayer. Is it online? It's, it's complete. Is it a battle? Is it arena? No, it's so, so different from a if MOBA. You insist? I would never say that. Yeah, I absolutely insist it's different from a MOBA. It's not, it's not the same, like, at all. Is there microtransactions the, the in League of Legends? It's mobile. It's it's got aspects of a MOBA, but in a way, it's got exactly the same kind of aspects of MOBA has from from games like World of Warcraft, in that you have your tank, yeah. you have your healer, but it's a it's a shooter game. It's like it's it, to be honest, it's more like playing a very small dungeon in Warcraft, but it's first person and it's Twitch based. Like it's got as much in common with a World of Warcraft dungeon as it has with League of Legends. To be honest, probably more so. Um, I. I don't. Th I would not call it a MOBA. I'd say. Oh, it's a first-person. Like either deathmatch or escort. In it's generally one team attacks, one defends. You know, either have to escort. Something. But it has got that RPG element. I mean, Ferg has got something in it. It has. He's. It's coming from. Got something in it. But it, I don't. I would not say well, that I, it's I really a MOBA. I think you develop the characters. It, but... I thought you could. You. You. No, you don't. Well, you you want boxes to open to dress your characters up different ways and, and stuff oh, like that. Oh, great. Yeah, this is the reason why I'm not touching most of this eSport bollocks, because it just sounds like yet another con for a billion microtransactions. Well, oh, hi, Blizzard. I'm time looking at you. That are amazing at the games. There's a... Then it's an investment, sure. <laughs> yeah, well done. I don't know. I mean, I... I I actually feel that like I'm personally from playing a lot of League of Legends, I think that their microtransaction systems like the best I've seen. I think it's completely. It's still reasonable. a microtransaction. Uh, you're never. F yeah, yeah, but it's but completely. You, can, you don't have to spend it's, it's anything. It's cosmetic. It's up to you. That's the it's, point. 
you you can earn stuff yourself, and it you know I never struggled to get the champions I wanted through just playing. Just game. like grinding in World of Tanks and yeah. all the others. But it's not grinding because you enjoy playing every game, so it's you not. You do. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, for those that I look at yeah, all the games, but so absolute disdain. You don't have to. In I know spend you the might, but 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 there's a reason it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you might not enjoy the game, but there's a reason that League of Legends is like the most watched thing on Twitch, and it's probably the most followed esport in the world. It's like the pioneer. Pretty certain Joe Tattoo would disagree. Yeah, StarCraft. Yeah, StarCrafters might disagree. StarCraft Two. StarCraft Two is not the most watched esport. It's still been watched for longer. StarCraft Two pioneered. Oh, it's. Yeah. Of course it did, but I'm talking about what is the thing at the moment that most people watch? What is the thing that's caught a massive, massive amount of people? It wasn't StarCraft. StarCraft was one of the first first types of game to try and get esports going, and it pioneered a lot of things in it. But actually, to be honest, Quake was there before StarCraft. And, and, yeah, no know, one was watching actually, Quake. StarCraft is another game in the history of it. You know, like, I mean, what is the game that's incredibly massive right now and has really hit it on Twitch with the likes of Twitch, all these coming to play. Unfortunately, whether you like it or hate it, it's two two games in particular that have really got it out there. It's League of Legends and it's Counter-Strike Global Offensive. That's Those are the games. Yeah, but they may be the two that are the biggest, but... It doesn't mean they're good. Nowadays, it doesn't necessarily mean they are going to be the only two that are going to be followed. No, of course. Not. I mean, look at Nintendo of, with of the course not. paintball on uh, Eurosport at one point. Yeah, oh, I'm not, but I'm not. You know, I mean, the thing is, I'm not trying to undervalue StarCraft because StarCraft Two is still fairly popular. I mean, it's fairly it's kind of become a bit more niche. Well, it's it's. I not suppose yeah, really it's kind of getting a bit of a Twitch now more than anything else now. It's not. It's, yeah, I mean, it's not even on the first sort of page of Twitch that I'm looking at now. I mean, it's, it is, you know, if you want to go into what's a more skillful game or all that kind of stuff or what requires more knowledge and mechanics and blah, 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 yeah, we could talk about that all day. And yeah, probably StarCraft 2 is is probably a much more complex and requires a lot more API right. and all kinds of shit like that. Like, you can, but just, it doesn't... Just to put... What do people just to put in briefly, I've just done a, a search for what the most watched... Uh, games on Twitch are and here rank one, Dota two. Uh, rank two, well, Counter Twitch Strike Global so... Offensive, Twitch and rank three, Did Twitch say that? League of Legends. <laughs> so, How does it feel to be bottom of the list? In ah, total hours. Dota 2 is 44.9 million. Counter-Strike Global Offensive is 30.5. League of Legends... But I'm not really that wrong. I mean, I'm li literally... Yes, you are. Like, it's not the top. It's about... shit. Like, all the others. Blah! It's not shit. It's, it's got... <laughs> it's got 10.7 million yeah. hours of people watching it. And... And you've got, like, as I said, the main games up there are games like League of Legends yeah. and CSGO. Next, though, They're both in the top three. is Hearthstone, Heroes of Warcraft. And then after that, Overwatch. Yeah, I'm not surprised but, yeah, that. There is a massive... Funny how many of those are owned by Blizzard, isn't uh, it? Starcraft 2, 
then Street Fighter V, Rocket League, World of Tanks. But again, you got to look Heroes at the drop off the But there is a massive difference between, well, yeah. everything below Overwatch. But also, there's a massive difference between everything below League. Oh, no, Because, I mean, we go from 10.77 million, and Hearthstone's got, is like, 5 million less views. Well, it's, it's half of 10.7 is League, and 6 million is Hearthstone. So, what's the difference between Dota 2 and um, League of Legends again? Sorry, could you just give me an actual, <laughs> what's the number there? What, what is that? Uh, but why, is, is that like why, 20, why do you think 30? this would annoy me? I don't I don't really it's, care. Oh. I like Dota 2 is generally seen as a more complex game than League of Legends. So, but I am very oh. surprised because I know for a fact that League, in terms of how much it's watched as an eSport, is actually more than Dota 2. More people watch the World Champ Championships of League of Legends, yeah. more people go out to see them in person events. Because the total hours oh, no, viewed... but they do. The it's been on TV, it's renowned. As just like... total hours viewed is League of Legends. It's 81.2 oh. million hours. The closest after that is Hearthstone with 50.3 million. Yeah. So... Ah. However, I do want to just kind of throw this one in here because essentially this is an eSport. And when you're actually watching an eSport, you're not playing the game. So all I'm actually seeing by the year 2020 is a bunch of ex-gamers sitting on their couches watching eSports instead of baseball or yeah. football or whatever, slowly but yeah. surely wasting away while all their gaming skills are slowly dissipating because, oh yeah, they're no. too busy watching them instead of playing them, you no, giant no, porties. No, 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 people, people watch eSports because they feel that they can watch professional players and learn yeah. off what they're doing. If you look at some of the best players in eSports, what do they do when they do research? They go and look at people in the league. They look at a guy called Faker in Korea a lot. They look at another guy called Apto who doesn't play in the team but has been number one in Korea every single year on, on the rankings and he doesn't want to play in the team but he has got tremendous skill. Or watch people his videos. Go out and research these people to get better. And the whole point of games like League and Overwatch and CSGO is that the reason you have very good players is because it constantly evolves and the reason that people's careers wane and like get amazing and go to shit is because they they, they have you know, a life and they go change. to work the game... no, 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 no 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 i'm talking this about professional players like there's always a new thing yeah there's always a new mechanic there's always a new thing you can work out there's always a way you can get better there's always a thing you can learn from. it's exactly yeah. the same as stuff like starcraft 2 right it's, it's, it's always, Just for the record, always... I thought I'd throw this in there. I actually don't give a shit about StarCraft 2. <laughs> I actually really didn't care for the no, game. I know, it was I just know, like but... Command and Conquer all over again. Yeah, I mean, but you know, I mean, I think the point, the point I'm trying to make is that there people do spend like professional players seriously spend a lot of time in in this. I mean, they they are taking this as a, yeah. as a sport very very seriously people are working 14 hours a day day in day out not having holiday not having weekends maybe they might have one day off every two weeks because they want to do stuff like win worlds they want to bring america or europe like beating korea like 
that's it's a big deal. Like it's a really big deal, and that you can tell that because you've got NFL teams picking up league and CS:GO I think teams. That's you've really got, interesting. You've got like the a, fact, like you're getting mainstream yeah. sports now investing in it. Well, there's maybe they're worried from, about like, being American replaced. Broadcasters. Well, I, I know <laughs> I personally well, would rather watch a video game being played than watch any sporting event. <laughs> Same. I'd much rather watch a game of, of league. But again, you know, I mean, the fact of the matter is, the only pe- there is there is a cap to it, right? Because the only people that can watch a game of league and actually understand what's going on and when someone does something particularly good are people that play the game quite a lot. Like it's very, I couldn't sit down with someone who never played it and they. It is a niche it. They thing. Wouldn't. They wouldn't know what's going on. Yeah, they wouldn't know why something was so good. They wouldn't, you know. But the more exposure you're getting of the esports is exposing more people to the game, and then they'll see it, maybe be interested, in it and give it oh, a yeah. go themselves. <laughs> esports. But again, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I I wouldn't be surprised if a game like League is is is, is totally knocked off the top at some point because Riot Games, the company, are cunts. To be honest. <laughs> wow. Um, and they don't invest in in in, in the esports side of things. Really. Um, and Yet. They're 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 absolutely awful. Um, they there's loads of dodgy stuff with them that um you know I don't know whether I should go into it on this podcast, but there's some very dodgy stuff in terms of how Reddit, the Reddit channel for League of Legends, right. is controlled and who actually controls it. It's quite interesting that a lot of the moderators happen to be ex Riot employees and then go back and work at Riot and blah blah blah. There's a lot of control of information right. on the game as well. You know, it's it's quite amazing, actually, if you look into it, because, you know, it's a very interesting uh, old, you, you know, and brave new world. Are, it's like the opening We are going to see the landscape of you know? the, the games that are dominating changing, if only because now the, the big companies are, are throwing their hat in the ring. You've got Microsoft heavily investing in its Gears of War tournaments. It really wants that to be a thing. Uh, and there to be... Yeah. Well, they have to grow and up. And also, well, look at the Nintendo Switch adverts. They've made a really big deal of a team of players, obviously an esports team, playing their Switches together and practicing for the match and, you know, sharing tactics. And then they've got them leaving the back room, going up the stairs and just docking their Switches then in front of a massive crowd. So they they've obviously got aspirations towards supporting esports within the switch as well so i think it's terrifying really because when you think of when you actually kind of put these things together you have these massive corporations who are effectively using esports as an advertising gimmick and it's costing them the same amount as it would to make a reality tv show yeah Uh, i mean (laughs) i i mean do they no, Do but they I mean, actually it, you make know, it games? is scary. And <laughs> Do they make games, or are they just making like another silly sport effect for trending purposes? I, I'm really not impressed with any of it. This is, and on top of that, well, I, you know, and I think it's a fascinating area. I mean, you know, it's a very interesting area to kind of look at and study because it is like the Wild West. It's like when America was first discovered. I mean. You, all the the gambling scandals with with especially with CS:GO have been fascinating. Yeah. The, the dodgy deals that streamers have had with with gambling websites to kind of 
promote the website. Oh, it's it's yeah, it's really the skin the skin trade on CS:GO is fascinating to look at in terms of what the, the kind of stuff that's gone on with that. It's really corrupt, man. It's you see, crazy. why would anybody bother it's with esports when they can just go back to FIFA and watch the thing in real life? <laughs> because football's just rubbish. Saying. Because because more people sit inside and play computer games and go out and play football nowadays that, that's the you that's know what i fact, i think it? that some of the football fans out there might actually disagree with that statement i'm not saying they're right because they're footballers and what the hell would they know but i like how you keep going yeah. back to yeah. football and all your experience of football like manager like i really don't i think this is We've like a, a out for... guilty secret well, you think I should be like wandering yeah, around yeah. in a in a, a Newcastle shirt or something? Do you? <laughs> I think yeah, yes. You probably sat think... there now in your Newcastle top and shorts and your shin pads. I, I have to admit, I am actually wearing a little bit. Well, I'm actually wearing predominantly black and some white. Ah, oh, see. But it, but if it if it's any help, uh, it's 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 actually a ghost in the shell laughing man. Jumper. Oh, you see, no, <laughs> yeah, that's more. It's, what a, it's actually the Laughing Man logo, something that we won't be seeing in the piece of shit movie that's turning up in the none too distant future. But I'm really kind of hoping someone's going to take a cue from this and make another Ghost in the Shell mo uh, game because ah. we haven't had one in years, and the last couple oh, weren't cool. mm, super. The Ghost in the Shell standalone complex. Uh, um, yeah. Well, actually, yeah, I think not anymore. I think actually, I'm, I was just ones. kind of segue, actually. Because uh, Ghost in the Shell also has its own uh, e pseudo-sport game going on with the standalone complex. Um, sort of, uh, it, it's a first... Uh, oh, look, it's just like Overwatch, um, where you can... Know, uh, where you can be members of section... Well, actually, it's probably more like CSGO. But it's... Um, yes, two sides. You run around with various different gimmicks and blow the pants out of each other. It's, uh, I'm fairly certain it's now out of early access or it's oh, wow. uh, coming to the far end. It's got the full cast of the original standalone complex. That includes Crispin Freeman and um, Mary... Elizabeth. Mary no, Mary Elizabeth. Something. Ah, uh, oh, God damn it, my brain's turning to fudge. Uh, Queen Elizabeth yes. and Mary, Queen of Scots. Sam. Major Matoko would shoot you in the eyes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, well, actually, she'd probably just kick your brains in. But uh, yeah, I'm really not looking for the. F I'm not looking forward to the film, not because of Scarlett Johansson, but because of the director looking like absolute gack. But uh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. If they'd actually marketed that right, it could have made for an absolutely fantastic esport, just like all the rest of them. But to be absolutely honest, uh, I'm kind of glad that it hasn't because it doesn't feel like it's following any of the Ghost in the Shell storyline whatsoever. It just feels uh, I, like another disposable well, I mean, this, dropout game. But I mean, this is why I made that Warcraft reference earlier, is that when, I'm to, when I talk about esports and I'm saying that there's a few big names in there, and they're probably going to stay yeah. stay there for a while. Yeah. It's similar, in my mind, it's similar to, like, you know, World of Warcraft being the king of the MMOs. Like, there'll be plenty of MOBAs, for example, that come out 
that are much better in a hell of in nearly every single way than a game like League of Legends. That's not going to take much because there's only two maps. It's not well. Yeah. Yeah. It and and also you learn to get like a MOBA. You learn that game. You can transfer some skills to a new one, but. Is anyone really like the amount of knowledge you have to teach yourself and you have to learn to get good at a game like that? Do you really want to kind of start over again? Most people don't, you know. Like it becomes, you know, it's it's why CS:GO is like CS is still yeah. such a big thing. I mean, I was playing CS like the original CS yeah. when I was ten years old, and that was that was nineteen years ago, nearly twenty. Well, actually, maybe it was a little, maybe I was eleven or twelve. I don't know. But it it was it was you know it was probably what 16, 16 It was a long time you know, ago. Nineteen years ago. Are you sure really, it wasn't seventeen? Yeah. Really, really long ago, from the way no. back when, when all when all this used to In be my... fields, and they needed farming simulators. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to say one last thing simulators. on the topic of esports is that so far everyone is surely missing a trick. And the the best esport game will be Tron, and so yeah. I'm doing a, a really good esport version of Tron. Apparently, uh, I would Tron uh, Grand Theft Auto. You can ride around Tron by. Oh, nice! No, but you'd need all the events, and even put it in VR. There you go, first VR. Yeah. Uh, massive esport, Tron. Brilliant. Yeah. I think, uh, you know what, I'd, if it was Tron, I would probably even pay attention to an eSport based on it. <laughs> yeah, I'd actually pay attention to it. Disney, pay attention. Don't <laughs> dump Tron. Get back on the project, because Tron Uprising was freaking gold. Phenomenal. Oh my god, it was amazing. And I, I just don't understand why Disney's letting that one slip through the cracks. Yeah. I really don't, because, uh, okay... Legacy didn't get the same amount of views that I think they were really hoping for, but that's because they were trying to reboot a franchise that hasn't been around since God knows how long now. And quite frankly, if you want to reboot something like that, give it a bit more love. Don't just do one movie and, a, and tr don't even finish the first season of a cartoon. Right. Get on with it. Uh, on that, yes. I think I think we should probably end there because we're yeah. really diverging. Into the work realm of film. Yeah. <laughs> Tron eSport. Make but it yeah, happen. Yeah, I think Tron would yeah. make an interesting MOBA. <laughs> but, um, is, I think yeah. that's everything, isn't it, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. So, apart from... Thank you for Apart listening. from the... <clears throat> oh. Your... Sorry, what was that? <laughs> what? Sorry. Oh, there was one final piece of news, actually. Uh... Dead. Oh, yeah. I think you mentioned this earlier. Uh, the fact that World of Warcraft has been inducted into uh, the. What was it, Dad? Uh, uh, the Computing History Museum. Oh! Really? Yeah. Oh! Where, where is the Computing History Museum, out of curiosity? Uh, in California. Oh, bollocks. Yeah. It's a bit of a long way away. But they've got a whole new. Um, display costing about seven million, apparently seven million dollars. Uh, about um, programmers and software engineers, people that make the software that runs on the machines that they've had in the museum for years. I hope there's an entire section for David Brabant. They're Braben. seen pictures of uh, the cover for Zork and 
and oh, not just it. things like World of Warcraft, other products yeah, yeah. Are, are available. Yeah. All the well, classics. Interesting yeah, everything that World of Warcraft is now kind of being recognised as, you know, sort of industry defining uh, product because it has literally got all the records for uh, whatever to do with an MMO, basically. Yes. Yeah, basically they hold all the Yeah, it literally it literally put the wonderful, exciting ideas and the real dreams and hopes of what an MO could could be. An MMO whatever. could be. And it and it just destroyed them. <laughs> Utterly annihilated actual beautiful games that were about lots of professions and living in a living breathing world with role players. Well, let's not call it role-playing. It really isn't. Star Wars Galaxies was role-playing. That was some fucking good role-play. I miss those days. But you can go to swgmu.com to play Star Wars Galaxies again. The emulator, which I probably shouldn't advertise on this podcast, but it's great. Yeah, why not? Well, I don't know, actually. I think Sony did say that they're fine to actually kind of we, you know, we don't work for Sony. Yep. In fact, yeah, I'd actually really want to get sued. I'd actually play Sony. Star Wars Galaxies just to put one over yeah, Sony. So there you go. If I thought it would work, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. I'll join you on it. God damn it! Because Star Wars. Sweet. It's amazing, actually. There's it's uh, online right now. There's one thousand three hundred sixty-one wow. people on the server. Ooh. Which, I mean, yeah, okay, that, that's probably the only people that are playing the game. <laughs> it's not bad. It's still impressive. <laughs> but it's not bad, though. It's still impressive that, you know, because it came out. Uh, yeah, and it's know, taken it's still a, a long time. But it's, it's pretty much, it's nearly done. You know, it is nearly done. It's, it's amazing what these guys have done. And they've done it all from, like, no, they didn't have the original them. code or anything. Like, they've, yeah. It's fucking amazing. Impressive. Anything else? I think, I think we... that's it. That's got to be well it. done here. We, we probably should stop there. Move along. Nothing to see here. Move along. Move along. These are not the droids you're looking for. It's a trap. Ooh, it's a trap. solo. <laughs> Don't beat your leg! Me such a Right. Moving on. Before we get sued by Disney as well. Yeah, let's see how many corporations we can get sued by. They're not going to get an awful lot out of this. I don't know about you, I'm broke. So, look, just don't bother. Excellent. On that note, see you next time on the Wonky Gamer. It's been me, Monsieur Le Stéphane, or is it Stefan? I call myself on this, or Steph? I don't know. That's me. And then there's oh, Ferg. Have a nice one. Probably. Excellent to each other. And Mr. Dead.